Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. So grateful for the spirit of joy, the spirit of prayer, the atmosphere of miracle, and the resurrection gifts of Jesus Christ that makes us able men and women. We pray that this morning, may you come down with that power. May we experience resurrection in our life. May we touch the very throne of God and receive a miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, we are looking at how you can move the miracle. Amen. How you can move the miracle. Wherever the miracle is, how you can move it by prayer. Because you are going to move miracle wherever they are. Wherever the miracle is located in this part of the world, you can move it. Amen. Tell yourself, I can move it. I can move it to myself. Amen. God has given us every miracle we need, which is in Christ Jesus. And Christ releases them to us. You see, every miracle you expect or you ever want, God has given it to Jesus Christ. Every miracle that you ever want. God is not holding any miracle from you. God is not holding any miracle uh, against you. Or God is not keeping any miracle with him. Every miracle that we can ever expect from God, God has given it to Jesus. Amen. And Jesus doesn't need a miracle for anything. And he is ready to release that miracle also unto us. Hallelujah. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. It says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Blessed be God, the Father of Jesus Christ. This God has blessed us with every blessing of the spiritual places. Every blessing that we can ever think of. He has blessed us with us which is in Christ Jesus. So every blessing, every miracle, every breakthrough that we ever want, God has put that miracle in Christ Jesus. Amen. So there is no miracle with with God. That is why when we are praying for miracles, we don't pray in the name of God, but we pray in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is the, now the person to give us the permission to have the miracle. Hallelujah. So, there is no miracle that is with God. All our miracles we need are with Christ Jesus. And let's look at First Peter. First Peter. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3, if I'm right. If I'm right with the quotation. I said that, as his divine power has given to us, all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Amen. As his divine power has given to us all things. So the power of God has given to us what? All things. Everything that pertains to life and godliness. You need a miracle for life. Is that not it? You need a miracle so that your joy and your worship of the Lord can be fulfilled. Is that not it? Why are we here? Why are we praying miracles from God? Because we want to fulfill our godly joy and our godly life. 
Why do we need a miracle? So that we can have a better life and we can have what? A blessings that has no conditions to put a weight on our life. So we go to God for them. And the Bible said that God has given all this that we ever want for life and for godliness through his power. So if the power of God is seated in you, it means that everything that you need for life is available. It can be made possible to you. And he said that through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Through the knowledge of him who called us. Who has called us? Jesus has called us. Hallelujah. The Bible said that as many that what? He predestined them that he called. And them that he called, they were the people that he justifies. And them that he has justified, they are the people that he will glorify. So we have been called into glory. Hallelujah. We have been called into glory. And this calling, we perfected in our life by the knowledge we have concerning Christ Jesus. So if you don't know that Christ has called you into the kingdom of God to bless your life with every blessings you need and every miracle you need for your life and for godliness, you will be sitting there hoping and wishing and it might not be the doings of the Lord. It will be the cause of ignorance. Because it comes through the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. The knowledge of him. The day you set your mind to know that God has given me every miracle I need. It is the day the manifestation of your miracles begin. The day you start thinking that God is keeping the miracle from me. It is the day you begin to lose every miracle you ever expect. Because whether we pray or not, it's all had to do with the knowledge we have about the word and about God. Amen. So you must have this too in mind that every miracle you need, God has released it and that miracle is in Christ. Now, to move a miracle, you need barriers to overcome. Because from the scriptures we read, we saw that miracles, blessings have been given to Christ by God in the heavenly places. Then, Peter said, that miracle comes to us by the divine power of God through the knowledge of him who called us. So if you have no idea of any barrier or any challenge that you need to contend in order to receive the miracle, there are few barriers which I might have not put on the screen. Number one is power. That you need to contain power. In order to pull the miracle down. Number two. You know that you need the knowledge. Of the miracle. Hallelujah. Because these are two things that God has stated. That he has given every miracle that we need. Every blessing we need. is in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But it, call, it takes the divine power. To get it through the knowledge of him who called us. So once you have the power which is seated in you. Because power is seated in you. Hallelujah. And they that believe in me, they shall receive what? Power. That is what Jesus said. According to Mark Gospel chapter 16 and verse 17 coming. 
So once you have believed in Christ, there's power inside of you. So that divine power to cause the miracle is inside of you because he said when they receive power, they shall cast out devils. They shall heal the sick. They shall take poisonous substance. It shall not hurt them. They shall walk on serpent and they will not be able to hurt them. That is power. Hallelujah. And that power is in you. The second thing is the knowledge. So if you believe in this power and you make use of the power, you are applying knowledge, which is demonstration of wisdom. Hallelujah. That is there. But beside this basic fundamental uh, information concerning receiving miracles, the other barriers we have to overcome, there are some spiritual and physical barriers. That you need to overcome in order to get the miracle that you are looking for. Even though Christ might have released it to you. But some barriers. Because miracles travel from one point towards you. If the miracle is in me, that is supposed to come to you. There is still a barrier to overcome. Because you should be able to move me. To release to you. Hallelujah. The first we are looking at is the spiritual barriers. Which you have to overcome. In order to get the miracle. And the number one is windows. We have spiritual windows. In the realms of the spirit. Amen. Do you see that we have windows here? Have you seen we have windows? It's giving us fresh air. You know that you can throw a stone, you can walk through, you can jump through, you can skip through. The same thing in the realms of the spirit, there are windows. And you need to be able to open that window in order for the miracle to come to you. And this is what we are here to do this morning. Let's look at Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. We don't need to read it again. But it said when you bring the tides and the heavens, I will open the windows of the heavens. That is number one. First Kings chapter 7 verse 19. The king's armor bearer said, even if God should open the windows of heaven. Let's read first Kings chapter 7 verse 19. The prophet Elijah has prophesied that tomorrow by this time, there is going to be abundance of food. There is going to be a breakthrough of economic booming in the country of Samaria. The prophet has prophesied. Then the Bible said that the captain on which the king leaned. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 19. 2 Kings chapter 7 verse 19. The prophet has prophesied that 24 hours there is going to be a miracle. Then the captain said, then that officer had answered the man of God and said, now look, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? That means they are hot windows in heaven. And the officer knows that miracles come through windows. Windows have to be open for it to come to pass. And he said, even if God should open the windows, will this miracle happen? Hallelujah. But this morning, God will open the windows and your miracle will happen. Nobody can stop it from happen, happening. Nobody can prevent it from happening. The Lord will open the windows and it will happen. Hallelujah. Then let's look, let's look at what Mark also have to say. Psalm 24 verse 9. 
Psalm 24 verse 9. Lift up your heads, all you gates. Lift up your everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. So they are hot. Gates and they are hot. Doors. In the realms of the spirit. That also had to open. Hallelujah. So that the king of glory will enter. So in the realms of the spirit, before a miracle will come to you, there are access routes. There are access routes that the miracle have to pass through before it comes to you. There are access routes. And one of the routes, like I said, are windows and the other is also gates. So we have the windows, which is spiritual access of God, for miracle, or there are also spiritual access of demonic or in the demonic realm against miracles. Sometimes I'll, I'll come and prove to you that when a miracle is coming in the realms of the spirit, it goes through two access from the access root of God and then the access root of the demonic realm. Hallelujah. When Daniel prayed. I think it's in the next one gates, which I'm explaining now. When Daniel prayed for the miracle, two things happened. When the angel Gabriel finally came to announce to Daniel that your miracle has brought you to you, he said, from the very first day that you start to pray, God released the miracle. Hello? So the miracle has left the gates and the windows of God. And then he said, but the prince of Persia, which means when it entered into the demonic realm, the access routes, the road, the doors, the windows that the miracle has to pass through in the demonic realm to get to earth, it said that the policeman there stop it. That I will not allow it to cross. Hallelujah. You see, church, we are going to pray this morning. But one thing I want you to know is that most of the miracles you are still contending for, it is not within the, the domain of God. It is within the ranks of the demonic spirit or realm. Most of the miracles. Because the angel told Daniel, say Daniel, your miracle the very first day you pray, God released it. And the miracle has traveled from God. God opened the door. God opened the window. God opened the gates. It has come through the access. But when it got to the demonic realm of Persia and has to come through that gate to you, there was a demonic bodyguard who was standing at that gate and who said it will not be opened. And God has to give me to come. Reinforcement to come and fight. For that miracle to be released to you. Hallelujah. So there are gates which are demonic barriers. Which are guarded by demonic forces. And you should be able to overcome. This morning you are going to overcome. Because remember, his divine power is what? In you. So you are going to overcome this morning. Then we have physical barriers. Zachariah chapter 4 verse 7. And let's see what God told Zachariah. Zachariah started a project. His building. 
He has bought a land. He's got the money. He started building. Then all of a sudden, some impositions, some challenges has started. And they are eating his money. The project is not going on. Things are not moving. Everything is in a mess. Then he became confused. Ah, what is going on? Then God came in. He said, boy, you don't know. There is a physical challenge that you are encountering. So in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 7, God came in and said, who are you? Oh, great mountain. When we say who are you, are we referring to human beings or we are referring to uh, non-living things? Who are you? Are, they, are we talking about living or non-living? Living things. Is that not it? So it means God was not talking about what? Physical mountains. Talking about spiritual beings, spiritual forces, spiritual powers, spiritual resistance. So who are you? All great mountains. Listen to me. The physical barriers, challenges that resist your miracles, they are great. Hallelujah. When it came to the windows and the doors or the gate, you know how the Bible said it? It said, all you ancient gates. So, in the spiritual realm, we are talking about forces that have existed long before your grand, 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 grandparents were born. Grand demons. Amen. That is what we are talking about. When we come to physical, we are talking about stubborn issues that you push, they will not push. They will resist. So who are you? All that mountain before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plane. This morning, every mountain shall become a plane. Every challenge shall become a plane. Every power shall become a plane. Every struggle you struggle, we shall put it down. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shout of grace. Grace to it. That is God. There are mountains. And what are these mountains? Mountains, we are talking about impossible situations that confront you. Hallelujah. Church, listen to me. Sometimes you are in the process of a project or something you want it, but something is just resistant something is just becoming difficult and you don't know why you don't know why you push is not pushing you turn is not turning you do everything people will give you all the advice all the counsel all the strategic planning everything still is not moving impossible situations Impossible conditions. Impossible situations. Hallelujah. So, we are talking about demonic strongholds when we talk about mountains. Because the way God addressed it to Zerubbabel. So, who are you great mountains before Zerubbabel? This morning, it doesn't matter the strongest issue here on earth that is before you. You can move it. I say you move it. In Matthew chapter 17 verse 20, Jesus said, if you have faith, you will say to this mountain, 
be moved and the mountain will move. Hallelujah. You will tell this mountain what? Be moved. I read a testimony about an old woman who was about 65 years. The lady was poor. But the parents have died and left her with a field. And this land, there were mountains on the land. It was a hilly and mountainous. Very mountainous. So, so he doesn't know what to do. Then she go to church and the pastor preached from Matthew chapter 17 verse 20. That if you have faith, you will say to this mountain, be moved. And the mountain shall move into the sea. The woman said, ah, if it is only that, I need this because nobody wants to buy the land. What are they going to do with this mountainous and, and, and this rocky mountain? So when the pastor preached, this woman went home. After eating, she made her way to the site. Went and stood at the foot of her plot. Look at the mountain. So here this, this mountain, according to the preaching of my pastor, I command you, move to the sea. The mountain didn't move. It didn't work. She went to church again. The pastor preached. The following Sunday, she went, you mountain, move to the sea. The mountain didn't move. Then, the third Sunday she went, the pastor was still preaching. Said, I tell you that the Bible said, said, hey, hold on. Hold on. The whole church was quiet. You know, old woman, she got up. Pastor, stop lying to us. Stop lying. And the pastor was like, can you imagine? Pastor is preaching. Somebody get up and say, stop lying. All of a sudden, the anointing will dismiss. It will vanish from the pastor. The pastor was like, what? He said, two weeks ago, you stood here that if we speak to a mountain to move to the sea, the mountain will move. I went, I did it. The mountain didn't move. Last week, you said the same thing. I did. The mountain didn't move. Today, do. You are coming to say mountains should move. If you don't have any sermon, you stop it. Because mountains don't move. I've tried it. The pastor said, but the scripture that I preach, you should have taken all in context. The Bible said that if you have a little faith, the faith that makes you to believe that you are born again, the faith that makes you to believe that Jesus is alive and is has resurrected, the faith that makes you to believe that when you die, you go to heaven, that is all the faith you need. If you have that faith, go and tell the mountain to move. It shall move. He said, hey. The woman said, yeah, I believe that I'm born again. I believe that Jesus is alive. He's in heaven. I believe that if I die, I'll go to heaven. It's okay. Then go based on this faith. Go and speak to the mountain. She went. Stood after church. She went and stood by the mountain. And said, you mountain. According to the faith I have that I'm a Christian. That if I die, I'll go to heaven. That Jesus resurrected and is in heaven. I speak to you. Be moved onto the sea right now. She was standing there. 30 minutes, it was no moving. One hour, it was no moving. So I'm giving my pastor two hours. If this mountain doesn't move, the church is finished. By the next few hours, she saw, saw these cars. Two cars move and stop. Saw this man who came out. And then they approached the woman. Old woman, what do I do here? He said, I'm here. This is my land. And then I'm, 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 my pastor has given me some assignments, so I'm doing it. He said, okay, you know something? We are also explorers who have traveled from Canada 
and we are we are exploring for minerals and we have discovered that there is gold in this mountain so we want to buy it so that we will explore it and when we finish we'll give you back your land immediately the woman said that you said from where canada is okay so you are behind the atlantic ocean they say yes the mountain has moved into the sea hallelujah it was just what an impossible situation a struggle but the power to move it was in here sometimes the miracle you need is not what you are thinking it's not how you are thinking God has said, I'm going to give you billions of money. You are sitting in the house that you are going to be employed and one month you are going to be paid thousand dollars. Hallelujah. But God is able to bring one con- contract, one business, one partner, one person in your life who shall enter into one business consignment and the reward will break. Hallelujah. God is going to say that you are going to own properties. You are going to own this and you are sitting down there. One day, properties are going to drop from the heavens. Hallelujah. When you try to own half plot of a land and you begin to commercialize that land before you see, that land will begin to give birth to more of land. Hallelujah. The miracle is possible, but sometimes there are impossible situations. There are demonic strongholds, but you can move it. And this morning, it doesn't matter whatever barrier, we are going to move it. We will break every barrier. Whether it's in the realms of the spirit, we will break it. Whether it's a gate, we will open that gate. Whether it's a window, we will open that window. We will keep that window open. I said we will keep that gate open. Sometimes you take things for granted. Hallelujah. You take things for granted. You see, the word of God has a spiritual reference and it has also a physical application. That is why we we have the spiritual part and we have the prophetic part. Sometimes you hear of it, believe it, and sometimes also perform it. Hallelujah. Whatever the Bible says, God is not lying. It means it was true. Hallelujah. One day I was trusting God for something. And I've tried and tried and tried. It was, you know, I stood in my room and as I pray, I took my keys. I said, this door, however it is, this key, I turn it to become the key of the spirit. The key of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus that opens every door. And I declare that as I open this door, I kick it open. I put the key in the name of Jesus. I open it and I'll kick my leg. In the name of Jesus, I open it and I kick my leg. I'm telling you, the following morning when I wake up, the same thing I've been trying for years, I had a telephone call. Can you please walk into the office and let's talk about this issue? It opened. It shall open to you. I said it shall open to you. Every door shall open. Every window shall open. Because God has said it and it shall be. Hallelujah. Let's look at how we can open or overcome the barriers. Overcoming the barriers. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 9 to 10, God spoke about how barriers can be broken. He told Jeremiah, he said, Jeremiah, 
I've put my word on your tongue. I've touched your tongue. My word is on your tongue. It's on your lips. It's there. So you don't need a dormer machine. You don't need an excavator to go and move barriers or break down barriers. You need your tongue. Hallelujah. Say, I put my word and I've touched your tongue with my word. Then with your word, you shall pull down. With your words, you shall break. With your words, you shall uproot. And with your words, you shall build. Your words. Instead of using your words to be talking and non-entity things, use them to pull down. What is not working, use your word, your mouth to speak them. Hallelujah. Prayer, number one, will break demonic barriers. Prayer. Because here, I want you to see how to break the barriers and how to receive the miracle. Prayer will break the barriers. So if you refuse to pray, the problem will exist. The challenge will exist. The difficulty will exist. And most of us, church, we are complaining and we are doing this and that and that. We know you start to pray. It took Daniel 21 days to overcome the demonic barrier. 21 days. Hallelujah. And folks, you and I, we don't know the kind of barrier we are dealing with. So maybe that half hour prayer didn't do it anything. I'm telling you, there are some barriers. When you get there, three minutes, you will be sweating. Hallelujah. When I was entering American immigration, I didn't suffer like when I was entering Canadian immigration. Meanwhile, it's tough to enter American immigration. But I have it easy. But when I was entering Canadian immigration, I went to three checkpoints. The first one, they look at the passport. They finish everything. They put red pen on all the things I feel. They cancel it. They move me to another chamber. There were some three big stomach white men. Throw questions here and there. They finish. They were not satisfied. Throw me to another room. I went there. They spoke, spoke, you know. And I talk, I talk, I talk. I said, I said, preacher in this thing. They were still not believing that you are a preacher. They look at my green passport. They look at the other passport. You have American visa here. You have a Canadian visa here. Why? I don't know visas. They say, if you are a preacher, what means that you are a preacher? I say, what is the website of your church? I mention it. www.paradisetempleicgs.com They enter WWC. The guy have not updated the website. So they enter. They saw that the domain name was there, but the page was not there. So yeah, we see, but there's nothing. So yeah, that's my website. I say, maybe my IT guys have not updated it. He said, well, so, but you are a preacher. I said, I'm a preacher. They said, what is your name? I took my name. That's why they were smart. Not doing while they were talking or they googled. That's why I'm telling some of you to put non-entities into your pages. When they google my name, Facebook come out some few other Christian organizations that have joined them across the, the world, all of them pop out. 
everything, including everybody who I know who have communicated, they came out and said, Hey, hallelujah. So when it came, then they click into one of the page, my Facebook, then they open it. And when they went to the pictures, they saw some of the pictures and the places I preach in this place and I preach, this is this service, first service, and this, this is a, 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 in Holland, this is in Germany, this is in America, and they saw all these things. And I said, oh, then you, you should be traveling a lot. I say, yes. I feel the number. I say, yeah. So you, you see that you travel a lot, you preach. I say, yes. So wow, then, then how do you rest? Where's your family? The door is open. Before they allow me to enter Hallelujah. So, it takes what? Prayer. While I was sitting there, I was praying. When I was traveling with my wife to go and have our baby, we got, she was seven months. We got to Atlanta immigration. They said she can't enter a seven month. She has to come back to Ghana. Say, hey, I and the firstborn can enter, but she cannot. Say, how can I enter and my wife? Say, no, she's seven months. If she can enter, I have to put down $5,000 right now. She $550. Hallelujah. As we're doing, I say, Patricia, hold my hand. She hold my hand. So she was holding my hand. And what's your wife saying? I said, my wife is singing our local dialect. So okay, okay, okay. That song is, and we pray. These people went. These people came. These people went. These people came. These people went. These people came. And they said, okay, on condition, you are entering, but by the time we'll be coming back, you have to bring us a receipt that you paid for every medical bills. We say done deal. Before we enter, Hallelujah. Prayer will break every demonic barrier. Listen, you go to immigration, they bounce, bounce, bounce. Sometimes it is not a reason. Hallelujah. Prayer overcome demonic forces. Prayer defeats strongholds. Then tighten. Prayer has the overcome what? The demonic part. Tight now that would open the doors for miracles. Some of you, you have defeated, opened all the barriers, but the miracle is not dropping. Tighten will release the miracle. Titan will close the doors against demons and Titan will preserve your life and the blessings for you. Hallelujah. This morning, you can break every barrier open. I know we have given offering. We have paid tithes. So it is released. But the barriers that are refusing to open, you are going to open it. Unless there is no miracle you want, but me, there is still more I want. Amen. There is still more I want. And I know that there are some which has become a restricted and the devil said that it is a no-go area. But we will prove to the devil that it is a go area. The devil said that you can't get it. You have to tell the devil that I can get it. Hallelujah. The devil looking at your face. As for you, you don't deserve it. You have to tell the devil I deserve it. Amen. Tell the devil that devil I deserve it. Because sometimes the devil can tell you that you will never forget it. You forget it. And it is up for you to accept it or not. The Bible said that let your words be yea and nay. Nothing else. If you keep quiet, you have not made any response. You must open your mouth and tell that Satan, I will not take no for an answer. As long as my soul is in need of this miracle, you lie. Every door will open. The Bible said that let iron gates be opened. 
let brass and bronze gates be open let everlasting doors be open so any door no matter what it is it can open this morning and this morning i want you to start looking at the miracle you are looking for and how hard it is becoming because we are coming to kick open it i hope you are ready to open that door to open that window I'm telling you, when it's open, sometimes you will be marvelous. The number of things that will, the blessings that will be following. It will just chase you. The Bible says, the goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of my life. Hallelujah. But before goodness and mercy follow me, you know a lot of things David said, your staff and your rod, they will comfort me. David said that I will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. David said that you will bring me beside the still waters. Hallelujah. So there's a, there's a staff and rod that must guide you. Because there are certain things that may try to what, arrest you and you need to be guided. There is the valley of the shadow of death. There are things that will try to kill you. And you need to overcome it. And then you will come before waters. And the waters must be still. The problems must be still. Then you enter into the table that is prepared in front of you, then you see goodness and mercy following you, but that shall be your prophetic portion in the name of Jesus, that as we pray today, goodness and mercy shall be your portion.